This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Howdy, everybody. It's Podcast Unlocked. This is the episode you've been waiting for. It's episode 218. It's not the number that you care about or the date, October 28th, 2015. But the fact that Halo 5 Guardians is out, we finished it, our review is up. It is a bit of a divisive game, at least on the campaign front. We're Mm -hmm. all pretty united on the multiplayer, which we'll get to, but this is it. So this is, uh, we're going to spend the first half or more of the show full Halo spoilers. This is your spoiler warning. Fast forward to whatever I put in the show notes. On IGN.com. Yeah, Yeah. or it'll be in the iTunes description, too. Uh, That, too. To avoid spoilers. To avoid, yeah. We'll have a little more show. There's a few other things to get to, but we're going to spend a lot of time talking through exactly what we thought of Halo 5 multiplayer, or Halo 5 in general, more specifically the campaign, because... uh, I tweeted, yeah, when the review embargo lifted on Sunday night slash Monday morning at midnight, we put up our review in progress by Brian Albert, who did a great Mm -hmm. job on it. Uh, He he was a little gentler on the camp. I really didn't like the campaign, and I tweeted as such, and Mm -hmm. predictably got a a lot of unpleasant tweets. Uh, but people hadn't played the game yet, but they were, so they were surprised. Like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. You gave Halo Four a nine point eight. Like, I love, which I love that game. Still sure. do. Still defend that score. Got a great campaign. Yeah. I think, yeah. So uh, and now I'm starting to see the tweets come in now that people are finishing the game. Like, oh, oh yeah. maybe I overreacted <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, I'm like, like come on, no. Yeah. <laughs> let's start with Halo Five, uh, the campaign. Or no, sorry. Let's start with multiplayer. Let's let's we're gonna start with the most pot the absolute best thing about Halo Five. I want to talk about the Amaze Balls multiplayer in this video game. In my opinion, guys, the best Halo multiplayer since two. I know a lot of Halo Three fr- sure. fans are gonna freak out when I say that. I think this is the best Halo multiplayer since two. I think that this is the best Halo multiplayer. I think this outdoes mm. Halo Two. Wow! I think going back to <laughs> now, Halo, I'm calling you crazy. Sorry. <laughs> going back to Halo Two and anniversary, I was like, man, this is like the level design is basically perfect. These maps yeah. are incredible. Dual wielding is a lot of fun in this game, uh, but mechanically, I think the improvements in Halo Five with the thrusting, the mantling, all of that stuff, really, really makes for a more interesting multiplayer experience. Plus, there is a greater variety of excellent weapons. Yeah, all mm-hmm. of which you know kind of just contributes to a really incredible feeling game. I think the level design in Halo 5's maps isn't perfect. I think, like, I can't name any of them. I don't know any of them off by Oh, that round ship level. But we've only had it for a little bit of time. It it is very early, and maybe something Mm -hmm. will cement itself in my mind later. Actually, I lied. Plaza is awesome. I really, really love Plaza. Oh, that's a great map. Plaza's a great map. Uh, The Rig, too, is Mm -hmm. the other probably early standout for me. I I love that it's got a bottomless pit in the middle of it that if you're not careful, like, ah! So so I found out that there's a secret, like, not secret, you can see it if you're looking, but there's a ramp down there that allows you to not fall into that pit. So it's like if you start falling, you can just thrust to the side and catch yourself on the lip. And that's what happened is I did it by accident yesterday. I was playing SWAT and someone shot at me and I jumped over to where the active camera normally is and I missed the platform. overshot it. (laughs) And I was like, no! And I just like B-thrusted backwards and landed on the platform and was like... I'm good. I'm alive. There's okay. a ramp here. I'm and alive. I, and then I looked around there and I was like, it goes over there. And I like <laughs> ran over. It's pretty cool. 
So, uh, Destin, you, you've played a yeah. little bit of multiplayer so far, right? Yeah, uh, not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full disclosure. Um, yeah, I'm kind of getting used to it. It's very different from uh, any of the other Halos. Uh, pl- going back and playing 2 during the anniversary, it's like this feels really, really slow, and Halo 5 is very fast-paced. Super very, very fast. fast-paced. And um, I'm kind of getting used to how ghosts aren't, like, invulnerable anymore. Like, uh, you're not invincible pretty much. And I got my scorpion killed in a game last night, in a Warzone game last night, by a ghost. Mm. Hmm. Go figure. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, vehicles well, are not the uh, be-all, end-all yes. anymore. No, no. I, yeah, I, got, I was playing Warzone and got, I and I got a score. I saved up my points. I grabbed a scorpion. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go wreck some shop. We're going to make some progress for our team here. A dude in a banshee wrecked me. It's just oh, like, yeah. Because yeah. you're so slow in the yeah. scorpion yeah. by design. The banshee just like floating around, just shooting <laughs> yeah. me, shooting me, shooting me. And I, like, I barely, I didn't even do anything. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just dead. But uh, yeah, Mitch, I mean, I definitely agree with you on the movement front. The, yes. the Spartan abilities, the, the, all the, you know, the thruster stuff, the ground pound, all that is just phenomenal. And really, it's, it's a great, I think, evolution. I think it involves Halo 2 specifically, you know, because yes. Halo 3 sort of started going down the road with the, the power-ups, the equipment. Oh, yeah. You know, right. the deployable the equipment. The shield and stuff like so that. So it wasn't an even playing field, right. right? That's where they... And then, of course, Reach, they went further down that road. 4 continued down that road as well. And 5, I think, goes back to 2 and continues off of like evolves off of that specifically yeah, it seems pretty clear they looked at halo 2 and said like what if we did this yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then like built on everybody is really balanced like nobody has an edge with their yeah. default abilities and, and while maybe in time i'll come to agree with you on five being the best halo multiplayer ever for now i admit it's still very early but for now it's for the halo 2 the fact that they're by the end of that game by the end of that whole product cycle there were 23 maps of which like 20 of them weren't just good but amazing yeah and so and i'm not halo 5's maps seem good so far but uh the the probably you know we mentioned a couple of good ones but i just don't think they're they're across the board like legendary maps right nothing there is no lockout there is no no midship no but my, my favorite one's really the, the blue one from the beta, where it's like Empire. Uh, Empire. Yeah. Man, yeah. I really don't I love, really I like really like that one. Like both both variants yeah. are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. and they they play differently enough. So let's go ahead, Sean. You about? Yeah, I don't know if it's. I think it's too early to call Halo Five the best multiplayer yet, or nor and it's too difficult to say that Halo Two is the best multiplayer for me because they're all just like products of the time that we played them in. Like of true. a lot of people, Goldeneye is the best multiplayer game of all right. time because they remember playing it when they were kids. Of and course, and your memory of that is not at all representative yeah, like, of what that game now? is. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. And I play. I went back and played a lot of Halo Two and Halo Three uh, multiplayer in the Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. and honestly, both of them are they're slow. Like they're pretty slow. Mm-hmm. I think that. The movement abilities, while people criticize Halo 5, at least I've seen tweets that are like, it's just Halo of Duty, like Call of Duty. Like, it's Disagree. advanced warfare. And I'm like, nope, why? Because you can boost? Like, that's the only... It's not the same at all. Like, the mm-hmm. movement is very, very... It's much faster than it used to be. It's a lot more fast-paced. You're sprinting around. Maps, as a result, are a lot bigger and more complex. Yeah. And uh, I like that... Uh, like, I've found... Like when I play SWAT now, which I, I love SWAT, and I love SWAT so much. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I so love good. that they they uh, divided it into battle rifles only mm-hmm. or magnums only, just mm-hmm. like 
straight level playing field. Yep. I mean, granted, I did have fun in previous Halos, switch to the pistol and just catch some people off guard, but mm -hmm. I like that it's totally even playing field. But like, I find that in arena, I'll sprint and I'll and I'll all over the place. Uh, Warzone, especially because the maps are huge. But I find that my strategy has to change oh, yeah. with SWAT because oh, like definitely. I don't want to sprint because then it takes you me an extra be... second to stop and pop. And you mm -hmm. can't be so careless too. You're running around and there's people who are looking at the sightlines. You cross, all it takes is one shot. Yep. Yep. You, yep. Don't need, you don't have a shield to protect mm. you. You can't take a shot or two while crossing a sightline. You'll just get headshot. Instantly. It's not like yeah. you're going to be doing like the ground slide thing like yeah. I thought I could without yeah. just getting punished <laughs> for it. Like in the rare times that I don't get insta headshot, I instantly boost to avoid getting insta headshot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like so far, I've put about I've put about twenty hours into the multiplayer already. I placed in diamond, which was cool. Look at you! Yeah, I'm I'm running with my crew. I'm pretty hardcore about Halo. This is the thing: is like, it's almost too hardcore. Like. Mm -hmm. I play it, I get really angry. And I, get like, <laughs> yeah. I was I, like that in Halo. You're too. me when I play Dota. Yeah. yeah, like when I'm, you know, when I, uh, even these these are the people that I play a lot of Destiny with, they're my friends, we play, you know, I play Destiny a lot too, but it's much more casual, and I'm like, if people are dying or doing stupid stuff, I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but if, like, I die, and now my buddy's like, get it together. Me, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> back me up, man, throw a grenade. Like, he's right behind That's you. That's especially <laughs> frustrating in Breakout, because it is such a great, smart focused competitive mode that yeah. like when someone's down and they're out like that person feels bad because yeah. they know they goofed like they they were in a bad spot they got well, cocky mm -hmm. they were going for a weapon they couldn't make it and even on the stream yesterday me and mitch were like what is this green otter guy doing and then round after round this green otter guy was the last one the alive, only one alive. And, like saving our team <laughs> we were like he's like got the flag yeah. and he's yeah. running back and you're like wait Magnum? what is that green otter yeah, guy doing yeah. because yeah, we it's like, working yeah eventually we were like he's making we at first we thought he was making all the wrong decisions, mm -hmm. and then it turns out he like won it for our team. God tier, God tier. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it focuses much more on like the competitive. I, th I think that's my overall criticism of Halo is like you can tell it's a very multiplayer focused game. Like the multiplayer is great. In fact, it's superb. I would say, uh, and it kind of falters in the other aspects of the game. Well, which we'll I'm get sure to we'll that. Talk about yeah, it. we'll get yeah. to that. But it's I like that you brought up Breakout because. For me, I like Breakout. I don't love it, but I hardly dislike. There's nothing in Halo oh, multiplayer yeah, yeah, yeah. that I dislike, but I find that it's I like that Arena is has a very different feel uh, and you can just be in a different mood for it than for Breakout and mm -hmm. for Warzone. Like it's it it sort of occupies its own niche. It's like it's like half SWAT and half Team Slayer, right? Yeah. You have multiple weapons, but you also have no it's shield. like SWAT style where you don't have shields. It's also fully Counter Strike, no respawn objective. Right, no respawns. Uh, and you know it's funny they they added uh, from since the beta they added the flags in there. And yeah. when when we were recently I, I we were at a preview event with three four three. I was like, what's the point of this flag? Because you just kill you just kill the other team. You don't worry about the flag. Mm -hmm. But then they made a great point. If you do get that guy that just like likes to hide back mm -hmm. and and just try to be the last guy alive and let everyone else kill each other mm -hmm. or and or run out the clock so that it ties. Mm -hmm. The other team can just like okay, if you're going to hide, we'll just grab your flag, take it back and win. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. We got that. screwed by that a couple times on the stream too. Like oh, yeah, we were yeah, like yeah. we're trying to find the guys, we're going to go get the kit. We lost. They yeah. got the flag. Crap. <laughs> the uh, I I like the idea of a flag mechanic. I wish it had been implemented a little bit differently and this just comes back to the way I play Counter-Strike or the way Counter-Strike is played competitively which is like if someone 
in in breakout if someone takes the flag there's no opportunity like you kill him but there's no opportunity to return it or if he's right. taking it uh like return like kill him and then take it back to yours like there's no opportunity like where in counter strike if the terrorists plant the bomb there's 45 seconds where the CTs have to defuse the bomb. Like yeah. it forces them to come. And yeah, it changes the, the pace. It changes the tone. Yeah, like, everything. Basically, gets what I'm saying is, crazy. I wish it instead of a flag, it had been a bomb. Mm. Like and straight up, just do counter strike. Uh, well, if you're uh, do or, it. <laughs> or Halo Two had assault. Remember, yeah. which was the same. Yeah. Virtually like, the same thing. Basically, yeah. If there's one person who's hiding in a corner or something like that, force him with some mechanic to draw out and confront the other team. Mm. Yeah. But give him an opportunity to actually win it because yeah. that's the thing is like if it's two v one or three v one and that team has the flag and it's three v one, there's no way that that dude's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, unless he's you know, ogre two or something. <laughs> but so you know, let's talk for let's let's spend a few minutes now on what has quickly become uh, with all due respect to Arena, which is great, but probably the 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 favorite of Halo Five multiplayer, the one that every that I'm seeing a lot of people talk about. Like, mm-hmm. holy cow, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And that is Warzone, yeah. which Mitch started to touch on. Mitch, tell me why you like Warzone so much. Warzone is really good because it mixes a lot of my favorite elements of other games into a very big Halo. Like, obviously, the, the big talk coming into it was it's got a lot of MOBA stuff. And I think that that's a little overblown. It's not super yeah. MOBA-influenced, but there's enough where it's like, yes, it's great that there are, like, neutrals that you can take down that are worth taking down because it gives your team victory points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your base is defended by basically creeps. That stuff is super useful and super interesting, especially because Marines will kill you. Yeah, they're, like, they're not jokers. They're Halo AI, yeah. cranked up, usually. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's probably the biggest and most varied of Halo's multiplayer, I think, because your co- your attention is constantly drawn in different directions and everything you need to do is valuable, but you have to kind of focus on where do I and my fire team want to go? Where do we want to focus on? How do we want to get points? Do we want to go get kills in the enemy base and take it over? Do we want to like choke them out and then take down their core to instantly win? Do we want to go focus on neutrals because we're a little bit behind? It's it just it's a lot to think about, and it's the most I think like intensely competitive mode in Halo Five, even more than Arena. I think just because mm. there's so much more options to win that it is more challenging for a competitive team to actually come out on top. So I like Warzone, but I, I'm not in love with it. Uh, a lot of people are really, really loving Warzone. I think it's just good. For me, the matches are very, very long. You know, like I think uh, the matches they we were quite, playing yeah, they're, like they're at 20 least to 30, 30 minutes. minutes. No, they're, you know? they max out at 30 minutes. Oh, okay. But uh, like just it's a lot of just gathering points and capturing bases and holding them. And it's just it's it takes too long to reach a, an ending and there's no way to really speed it up quickly because of the way the enemies spawn in. But then you know? you've, but you've got other modes if you want a quicker game, though. Yeah, I, I know that. I'm saying I don't like Warzone because <laughs> it's too long, you know. Um, uh, yeah, and, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me, you know. I don't like that that 30 minutes slowly gathering points mode. I would it can hop- go on for a long time. yeah. I would rather hop into something like SWAT. I'm not saying it's a bad sure. mode. I don't want anybody. Yeah, I mean, to... you're the kind of person when you log yeah. into Halo, like you want to play as many games as possible and just like give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give yeah. me. Yeah, I want to play like one or two matches, sign off, or I want to stay all night and play like team, team based games yeah. or SWAT. I, That's I can yeah. totally see why people like it. It's a mm-hmm. really great change of pace. For me, it's not Halo. You know, like it's different. It's a MOBA to me. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what I see it as. Yeah, yeah. to me, well, you know, I mean, it's a different. Yeah. It's very different design philosophies, and then they just kind of like drop Halo Five in the middle of it, and they're like, "How does it work?" Pretty well, right? <laughs> turns out, yeah, it's no, cool, but I agree, it's like, not it, what you expect from Halo at all. Yeah, and I mean, just me personally, like so much of my Halo history has been 
4v4 Team Slayer. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's it. Like, none, no Oddball, no Assault, no any of the other modes. Or, I mean, CTF, obviously. But that's it. So, like, just as someone who's a creature of habit and I like the things that I like and I like to stick to them because I know they're good, I don't generally like to step out of bounds when it comes to things. <laughs> You're missing like out. That. You're on well, Oddball and War like, <laughs> yeah, modes and stuff. Like, and a lot of them are fun. Like, I loved Rocket Race and, you know, Griff Ball and Juggernaut from God, the old yeah. Rocket Race was so great. Yeah, it's amazing. I forgot yeah. about that. But they're I fun only, once in a while, but yeah, not something you want to play I only, exclusively. I only look at it as a nice change of pace. Like, if I'm getting mm-hmm. bored or too frustrated with Arena or my team is... Like, I'm angry at my team or they're angry at me because we <laughs> suck, then, yeah, let's jump into some Warzone because at least then I can just turn off my brain and we could talk about right. something else and just do stuff. And yeah. what I, well, here's, I think, big reason why I like Warzone, not only is it well done, but again, it's the, if you look at Halo 5 multiplayer on a micro level, it's phenomenal because, mm-hmm. you know, Arena's great. Breakout's excellent. Mm-hmm. Warzone's fantastic. And then you look at it, again, as on a, on a macro level, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier, just like uh, Arena is has a very different feel and you're in a different mood for it than Breakout, uh, then it's the same thing Warzone. Just like it's... There's nothing that overlaps where it's just like... These modes could be similar. Right, yeah. that you could never confuse them, but yet they're all still Halo. Totally. But they're very different experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, Warzone is the 20 plus minute, long drawn out, you know, sort of, you kind of have to be, you can freelance a little bit, but it's better if you work with a fire team. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Or, but then there's also the the more kind of almost it's, metagame that, like, Mitch, I know you were getting into with the rec packs. Yeah. Where that sort of changes I don't the understand whole. those, really. Like, how that Destiny, works. How op- that hard. You open them up, but then I have, like, five of a ghost. So, like, do I... Can I use all those, or do I just, just sell, sell them, them back. to buy yeah. everything? Yeah, sell them so, back. so, so I'll, never, I'll never, like, use all my ghosts. Once I have one, I'm so good. So, basically, you have a deck... It's not a consumable. Like, once you yeah. have the card, you have the card. Oh, really? Yeah. I no, thought it was, some, some of yeah. them are consumable. Yeah, I thought oh, it was you well, have like, access some of them to 15 are not, ghosts. But some of them are. And after are. you the have weapons, some in 15 weapons ghosts. And, uh, weapons and, like, uh, vehicles are not consumables, I think. I but, thought vehicles but the, were. They are. Like, if you have I'm, 10 <laughs> Warthogs. Maybe I'm not. I think see, after it's summon, not that clear, is I think it? after you summon 10 yeah. Warthogs, you no longer have access to the Warthog. Like, you need to unlock a Scorpion Tank card to get access to it. And then once you use that card... I think you need to get more scorpion cards to be able to actually summon a scorpion. Huh. So then do you sell it or do you keep it? And you exactly, know, and that and becomes the risk, right? Like yeah. last night I sold off probably 4,000 points worth of cards, mm-hmm. which is a lot because everything is worth 50 or 75 yeah. points each. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, like the Needler is really good, but it's just not what I'm going to be using in this multiplayer mode. So I sold all of them except one. So it's like if I need to break glass in case of emergency, I have that Needler. Yeah. And I'm probably going to get more later. But Weird. I don't need... 40 mongoose, mongai, mongai, <laughs> mongoose, mongoose, uh, <laughs> so I got rid of most of those, and it gave me more points to buy more packs to get better weapons, and by the way, skins uh, and cool real stuff. quick, the, you mentioned the Needler, I was playing uh, just free-for-all in the arena, the, don't underestimate, don't sleep on the Needler, yeah. in, in Halo <laughs> really 5 multiplayer, yeah. a dude's like shooting at me, I don't even know, assault rifle, whatever he had, and I was, you just, if you just keep that reticle trained on him <laughs> he's done you just un- unload that trigger and then you just kind of move away mm-hmm. and then you wait 
wait for it. <laughs> Boom, he's dead. <laughs> the, the Needler will, and there's enough ammo to take out two, maybe three guys with it. Mm-hmm. It is pretty potent in Halo 5. Yeah, yeah, if you fight an enemy who doesn't have the ability to move laterally, like if he's in a corridor <laughs> or something, yeah, it can be really devastating. <laughs> Otherwise, they can be kind of easy to dodge. Especially with the thrust. Yeah. Thrust is a really great counter to Oh, you and if you're not using thrust like all the time, oh my God, yeah, you gotta you train to. your, retrain yeah. your brain. You've been playing Halo And like Halo jumping for... and hovering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, what, 12, 13 years of Halo without 14 years of Halo. The thrust is so infinitely useful. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm the player who I'm even just when I'm running around the map not fighting but like looking for people I'm jumping just because I have ADD I'm like I have to be pressing buttons Mm -hmm. but now like you know I'll be sprinting and then I'll boost around a corner or like I'll jump off a ledge and then boost underneath it to the Mm -hmm. lower platform like the amount of like sort of variation it gives you in your movement just makes Mm -hmm. for it's way fun have, to use, and then it also actually makes you much more dangerous. Now, Sean, fight. Mr. Serious multi- Halo multiplayer guy, yeah. have you managed to pull off the move yet? And I feel like, I think I've done this once in the beta, but mm. not since it, the retail final game came out. Have you done the, the baller move yet where a dude is chasing you, you jump up, thrust behind him, land, oh. and then assassinate him? So I haven't <laughs> assassinated him yet, but I do do that all the time. It's like, if I know someone's behind me, I'll jump and thrust over them. Or like, yeah. if they, yeah. yeah, I mean, you just have to be, you can boost in any direction. Jump yeah. thrust ground pound? Could he get that done? Uh, there's not enough time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no time so then the last... I, the, yeah. Sorry, sorry go ahead. Uh, I want to be positive about Warzone for a second. Um, there is one thing I really like. Uh, let's say I know there's a base and everybody's fighting over there and I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to contribute there. I do have that option of going and fighting the Yeah, AI you can go, go contribute is, to your team. Yeah, you, I really a, like that because like, everybody can have a little part. It yes. is a mode that yeah. actually... Like, if you're running a full... Have any of you guys run a full 12 yet for Warzone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was running a full 12. Every single one of us was Mm -hmm. in the party and in the game. And it was... We just rolled people all day long. Like, it's... It is a mode that, like, you benefit a lot from having great communication. Right, like, being able to feel like, I'm in West Armory, but our, you know, the spire is being taken. Somebody go back. And and there's time to react, It's like, okay, well, you have one person who's defending your core, and then, you know, you lose all the bases. And you're like, hey, they're coming to the core. And it's like, your teammate has time to walk over there and, like, help you guys out. Like, Mm -hmm. you dying isn't the end of the game. I I don't know why this thought just occurred to me. Maybe this this is super obvious to everyone else, and I'm just late to the party. But I just realized that, you know, Halo has driven features on the console for a long time because mm-hmm. it's the the big you know game on the system did did party chat just get up to 12 players specifically for warzone they did, no. released it a little while yeah, ago it was a while ago yeah, yeah but it was yeah. definitely it was in, for halo. it was for halo. Halo. like i don't yep. know why that just like yeah. oh i'll bet it was specifically for halo it was. We, we noticed yeah. it i noticed it uh like maybe a month or two ago when mm-hmm. all of a sudden like we were playing destiny and we had like 12 or 13 people yep. in the party and i was like has well, it's it always 12. been like this yeah, i mean it was more than like the original yeah six. more than 8 yeah eight well i guess on xbox 1 yeah it started it was like a month ago right yeah it was recent I yeah, don't know what the yeah. it is. Max twelve? Do we know? It that? is. Yeah, they just party chat. Yes, it's twelve now. Yeah, then, I mean, we noticed that a while ago, but it's an interesting <laughs> change, and that is, yeah, I'm sure they were forward thinking about Halo. So in that regard. the fact that we didn't talk about this at all probably is a good thing. But has anybody noticed any like latency or? Well, no, that's a so, great. I wanted yeah. to bring that up a little, a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's been like 99% I haven't incredible. had a problem. Matchmaking yeah. super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Performance, by and large, on the servers has been great. Yesterday, Sean and I had a little bit of lag. Yeah. Where we were like a little bit jumping around. And then mm-hmm. last night when we were playing, uh, I played with uh, James Faulkner from IGN. And we were playing Breakout. And I thought like, man, I am 
laying into this dude with an SMG at point blank range, mm. and his shields aren't even popping. Mm-hmm. Or like, or uh, in a basic. I haven't, so, I haven't had a single. Yeah, yeah. I, everything's been butter for say, me. On my yeah. end, I haven't noticed any. Uh, so we got a bunch of questions about the stability of the servers yeah. while we were on. Yeah, we were super positive about it. Yeah, it's I mean, a that's super positive. I haven't experience. noticed any issues yeah. at all. I think like I had one experience with you the first night where we were playing Warzone and we were at like 750 points, and all of a sudden I just got kicked back to the menu. Oh, and I was just sitting there, and it's like attempting to rejoin, and it never rejoined. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, but that's I just guess you live I'm in out. The boonies and have <laughs> 56k. No, I have really good internet. You probably have a worse connection but than I do. I have good internet. But by yeah. and large, you know, this was. We talked about it many times on the show leading up to this. Obviously, you know the Matt, the Master Chief Collection online mm-hmm. problems really yeah, damaged gone. the brand, they and they had to get Halo it, Five they, right. Exactly, yeah. they it, did. it was it was, and they absolutely did. Yeah, and I, I know, so. you know, I, I tweeted that, I put that out there. I said, hey, let's we all we all moan and complain when big games with multiplayer launch in busted states. So how about we, you know, let's all take a minute to salute. 343 and Microsoft for getting Halo 5 right. Absolutely. And I got a handful, most everybody totally agreed with it, got a lot of retweets, etc. Mm-hmm. But a handful of people were like, why should we? That That's how it's supposed to be. Well, like, well, yes, but in the real world, like, look around you at how many bad launches in games there have been. Let's, yeah. Also, let's, you know, the, the let's, whole reason we hold our review score is because there's been right. so many bad let's launches. Let's reinforce yeah. the good and say, yeah. good job 343 totally. yeah. and Microsoft for nailing this. because And they really did. It's quick to get into a game with matchmaking. Yeah. The partying up is easy. Everything just works mm-hmm. exactly as it's supposed to work. Also, and it's the people great. who are less than thankful about things like that are, one, I think they're cynical, like... Yeah, I mean, maybe technically, you know, in an ideal world, yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah, sure. they're not the wrong. Right way, but, but these games are hard. Like, it's hard to get a, like millions and millions of people across the world networked well, and it's not an easy thing to do. So, give them credit where credits due. Yeah, and Be then a the, pal. the last <laughs> thing I wanted to point out on the topic of multiplayer is, you know, we've just got done talking about how this is our favorite multiplayer since at least two, if not ever, and. What's awesome is not only yes we have uh, free ma- a lot of free maps coming like twenty of them or eighteen of them however many it is, mm-hmm. but there's still two major components yeah. of Halo Five multiplayer that we'll be getting for free coming up soon ish, and that's big team battle mm-hmm. complete with its own set of big team battle specific maps you know so bigger than arena smaller than war zone maps, and. Forge, which yeah. has been, which they've mm-hmm. shown off in a video, and it is, been it looks like, good. It has been so stepped yeah, way up that. since Me last. And Mitch gen. talked about it a lot on the stream. Uh, it is a different Forge than you remember. It's all the customizability and mm-hmm. options and sort of creativeness that you can do when designing levels and maps and environments mm-hmm. and modes. But it's actually way easier to source items, and it's yeah. more like. It's just way more intuitive. So yeah. I be... cannot wait until all the old maps are rebuilt. <laughs> like, yeah. People are going to do that. Well, well sure. They're going to rebuild their like, favorites. I the... want people, uh, they'll rebuild the favorites, but mm-hmm. I'm, I think people will want to build their own Warzone maps. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. I think that would be... Take, it'll, it'll be a big project, but yeah. it could yeah. be some good stuff. Well, we were stuff. saying it would be great if you made, like, at minute one, the first NPC to spawn was worth 9,999 yeah. points, <laughs> and you make it just this insanely powerful single entity that everyone convenes to fight. Right. Mm. And it's it like chaos. It's like fight. the least balanced yeah. thing in the world, right? Because it's it, ultimately, it's not about damage. It's about the last hit. Yeah. And yeah. that person's going to win. Yeah. 
but people are going to focus on that because you're not going to go capture control points instead because no, they're yeah. going to win <laughs> if they kill it. Mm-hmm. Points. Like you can win right there with killing them once. But yeah, I think like I think people are going to get really creative with modes like that, and you'll get you know a griff ball or you'll get like a juggernaut. You get modes that like become classic Halo yeah. when people are given the ability to use something like the Forge. It, it's, it's a actually, powerful tool. It's really disappointing to me that those Forge maps are actually in the game right now mm. because they're really bad. By themselves, those maps are not good. They look bad. They look unfinished. They are structured in a way that's meant to be modified, which mm-hmm. means they're not fun to play in right now. Mm. I really don't like those two maps. I one of them. Uh, uh, I can't remember now. One I can't of them, keep them straight. Osiris the one, one with, with the, the giant the... stair, like the one that's like just a big staircase, basically going up to. Oh, I didn't play that one. Uh, I can't remember if it's it's one. It's Pegasus and one's Orion. They were in Over, the beta. One of them might be Pegasus. Super don't like, but then. The other one uh, that has sort of a rocky area off to one side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think that's that's the one I played SWAT on. I think that's Orion. Well, yeah, that Osiris one. I, that one I'm well. okay with. But yeah. yeah, then the other one that's just like I remember liking both. Ugh, didn't like it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so they yeah, yeah. they could be better. Great stuff with Halo Five multiplayer. I mean, it. That's a big reason why the game got a nine from IGN is because the multiplayer <laughs> is that you know, a nine by IGN's definition is. Uh, amazing. Not only amazing, but means you know, and, or I should say, the editor's choice designation for IGN is a game we would recommend to anyone. And because of multiplayer, we totally recommend it mm-hmm. to anyone. Let's move on now. So we've we've been super positive. Now let's let's ease into let's break our, down our, a little. <laughs> let's, let's ease into our uh, issues with Halo Five, and they stem largely, well, with the campaign specifically. And I'm going to go to my boy, Destin. Yeah, hi, everybody. Uh, Can I just say, Destin was right. Oh, thank Hashtag you, man. Destin was right. <laughs> wow. So, so Agent Locke, Spartan yeah. Locke, let's focus on him specifically because a lot, yeah, of, a lot of my issues, and I think we're in general agreement in this room, a lot of our issues with Halo 5's campaign, uh, again, I'll say it, I, for me, it's the weakest Halo campaign in the series. Now, to clarify, I'm not calling it a bad game. I'm calling it a bad Halo campaign. Yes. And by, that means Halo has set its bar up here in 10 land. Because mm-hmm. that's what Halo campaigns have pretty much always been, specifically mm-hmm. for me, uh, with the exception of you know, Reach is the other one that I, I haven't liked. Uh, I think this is, it's not a bad game. It's not a bad campaign. I think, but I don't think it's a good Halo game. Spartan Lock is sort of the central figure, and mm-hmm. a lot of the issues with the campaign revolve around him. Yeah, he's uh, he's really disappointing. Like, you, based on the marketing, Mitch wrote a great article about this, based on the marketing, you think, like, he's going to have a real motivation for going after Chief. Like, Chief's going to do something that really crosses the line. And there's and, animosity, meaning, like, this yeah. is an angry man who mm-hmm. is kind of fueled by a certain kind of rage or a certain kind of duty that yeah. goes beyond following orders. Yeah. Like, and he this, wants to protect in people one by ad, taking down Chief. In a live-action yeah. ad, he's standing over Chief's body co- that's covered in rubble, saying, "You were supposed this is to be all the your best fault. of us." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, they could have done that pretty easily with the story that they set up. Like they're awakening these guardians, and like Chief could have been triggering that, you know, putting people at danger. None of that ever actually happens, and it's just kind of a, "Hey, Chief is a wall. Go get him." Okay. I'll go get he him. He says, okay. It's like, oh, the dog got out. Could you yeah. go get him? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> they fight. I got it. They fight, and then they're like, oh, I get what Chief's doing. Let's let's go help him. That's, it's that's super confusing. It's like, I, I agree with Ryan. I think it's the weakest campaign of mm-hmm. all the Halos. That said, it's not 
a poor campaign in terms of design, no. I think. No, like, I to play. loved playing this yeah, campaign. It's still yeah. fun to play. Like, there's a lot of... the. Like, well, I was I was gonna get to that. That's gameplay. Oh, okay. That's well, yeah, gameplay no, I mean, centric. We're talking mostly narrative. Just, yeah, I want we'll to get to that. That's our next specifically topic. about about Spartan characters. Characters. Okay, yeah. so specifically about characterization. Then I think the one weakest point, though, of the campaign, though, is the storytelling. Like totally. Not only do not only has have previous Halos had like this grand narrative of which you are the center, but now that narrative is split, mm-hmm. and in a way that's not all that interesting, right? Like, well, it's split eighty. 20, yeah. three of the 15 missions in Halo 5 are have, blue have team. you playing as Master Chief and Blue Team. Which, frankly, hallelujah, because Blue Team's kind of bad. Like, I at least enjoyed well, yeah, being around so certain members that's of another, That's a whole other topic well, of disappointment. I want to get Blue I Team is super sorry. interesting are, as characters. We'll get there. We I are going to get to that. Yeah, I want to focus on Locke yeah. and what, sorry. what he... <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Try, trying to keep us on track here. Yeah. Because we also have a proper review discussion with our reviewer Brian Albert where we're going to get into all this mm-hmm. these yeah. other things I mean too. if you want you want to talk about the mantle of responsibility that dude Locke has so much on his shoulders for this entire game that just never amounts to anything he never does yeah. anything he never well that's, so, accomplishes that's kind anything. of the problem is like change there was and I mean again it's marketing so you can you, I don't think it's actually valid to criticize the marketing for not being true right. to the because, game because mar- marketing just just for about tone sure. and about well, like sto- like Setup, right? And, yeah. and as three four three's David Ellis tweeted me yeah. correctly, so because I was I was having a little conversation with Aaron Greenberg on Twitter mm-hmm. about it. Uh, David Ellis from three four three jumped in and said, "Well, you know, we, the marketing is successful. Uh, that, that you know, we judge we judge marketing success by how many copies of the game it sells." Yes, and he's absolutely right. Marketing is there to get you to buy the game, yeah. and right. well done. It yes. probably worked, and it absolutely like I believe that my, you should play and buy. Marketing my, looked great. Yeah, <laughs> but my problem with it is that the marketing shouldn't overshadow what actually happens in the game, which it did. Like, I got the sense from the marketing that there was going to be this philosophical debate, like an ideological yes. war, war between, between Chief and Locke, right? Like, it pointed, it got, it gave me the sense that there was going to be some nebulous truth out there about what really happened during these wars that Chief knew the truth, Locke didn't, or because he was being lied to by Oni, or because yeah. he is an agent of Oni, and they're just, you know, they're this kind of like, they're the, you know, the CIA, the FBI, mm-hmm. the, like the, the very kind of secretive part of the UNSC. Yeah. And I thought we were going to dive into all this, like, he said, she said, like, what actually happened? Yeah, How was which is what Hunt the Truth well, does. Yeah, Hunting oh, the well. Truth yeah. almost. <laughs> <laughs> it was clearing yeah. Chief's name, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everybody thinks he's a traitor, but he turns, you know, this is how it actually all yeah, went or, down. Yeah, or, you know, like, the, yeah. there was going to be this grand narrative of Oni is spinning this truth to get people to believe that he's a traitor, and only tr- only, uh, only uh, Chief knows the truth, Chief, uh, Chief and his team, and... As Locke was going through the story and kind of unraveling he it, it, he out. finds out the truth and then has mm-hmm. to join the chief. That mm-hmm. was the narrative I was expecting, and instead, yeah. literally none of that happens. It's so, go confront, get him. Yeah. So they Found confront yeah. each other Whoops. twice yeah. in the whole game. They share mm-hmm. two scenes. Yeah. One, he's well, like, I can't wait for this. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> one, chief, stop. And chief's like, no. Nah. And then they <laughs> my favorite, my yeah. favorite yeah. part of that scene is that chief. He's like, he's, you know, John, put your weapons down or whatever, right? And, like... I'm bulletproof, dude! I'm yeah. wearing mule yeah. armor! cuts yeah. to Chief, and he, like, cocks his head 45 degrees and just, like, nods, and yeah. Blue and Team is team like, just, like, peace, and they leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's what like... What a baller move! <laughs> he, goes, he goes, stand out, and then they fight, 
And here's the other thing. They're like kind of equal in fighting, which I was is just gonna, that was against gonna be the my lore point. entirely. Yeah. He's a Spartan oh, yeah. too. He's genetically augmented. He is a yeah. human tank. He, yeah. he, has yeah. been, he has been unethically like captured as a child and had hideous, for war. hideous yeah. experiments yeah. performed yeah. on him so that he is a seven foot two human killing machine. Yeah. The the Spartan fours are Lock not augmented. Has pretty armor. First yeah. of all, they're presented like Chief would be like literally a head taller than yeah. Locke if this were presented correctly, and he would just pick Locke up and go snap, yeah, <laughs> done. So then, but like, he gets his visor cracked. Yeah, no we way. Have this, yeah, this moment where Locke like hits Chief in the face and kind of like cracks his visor. I really wanted the rest of the game to have this like glaring line down the oh, middle yeah, for like, whoever's playing Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, it was. You mean for the, you mean for uh, the yeah. one other mission after so, that? that you yeah, get to play as blue team. So yeah. that's their so that's their first encounter. And again, mm-hmm. that encounter is devoid of this whole like I'm here to do a job, and the job is like not betraying. You know, like. Because at that point, he should think that Chief's a traitor, right? Like, yeah. So it should be like, how could you have done this to us? Like, we're on your side. We're yeah. trying to help you. And Chief's yeah. like, you don't know the truth. But does any of that happen? No, not no. at all. So right. even so, separate... Sorry, finish. Yeah. yeah. And then real quick, later on, they meet again. This time on a totally random alien planet. Hey, I'm here to help you, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. here to help <laughs> you, bro. Which, <laughs> which, it's cool. Chief got there because Cortana led him there. But you know how Locke got there? He hitchhiked on a guardian. <laughs> like, yeah. He jumped on one, went through a slip <laughs> To be fair, portal. that scene was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this planet that has not seen here human life for mm-hmm. millions of years has eight Spartans on it, <laughs> and they're all just like, hey, what's up? And then hey, eventually, eventually when Locke gets to where Chief is, he's not like, he's not like, hey, Chief, let's uh, let's try and, you know, fight the, whatever, let's not, like, you know, work out whatever issues yeah. we had Set before. Set aside he's our like, differences. We have a common goal. Hey, what's up, dude? I'm here to help. Yeah. He's, like, totally friendly about it. Yeah. And Excuse me, sir, sir, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Sorry about before, yeah, sir. He's, he's giving him the sir all the time, <laughs> yeah. and I'm yeah. just like, where did that animosity like, go? Like, when you talk yeah. about characterization in storytelling, like, characterization is this phrase that storytellers throw around, and it means just, like, what characters say and do to feel mm-hmm. like real people. That to make them a person. Yeah. Well, it looks like that they, it, to me, and I don't want to be diminutive of the storytelling because it's hard to tell stories in video games more so than in movies because of the way player The interactivity, works, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reason for Locke doing any of this stuff doesn't make sense, right? Like, it it doesn't doesn't make sense. Or there is no reason. So the same for Chief. That's the other thing is, like, it's not just Locke. It falls mostly on Locke because you play him the most, and the kind of story rests on what Mm -hmm. his agency is in Mm -hmm. it. But even Chief isn't that good. And I'm glad you got here because I wanted to talk about, like, Halo 5, if you do a close reading, separate from the marketing, you look at Halo 5 in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. All of the stuff you're saying I think is true in that it fails to accomplish anything with any of the characters. Yeah. It doesn't do anything interesting with them as people in the well, context of the game. Yeah. And I want to mm-hmm. build on that, too, by, uh, you know, we're talking about Locke. He, so we get, a, we get like, two, maybe three hints throughout the game of, oh, hey, you're Locke. You're that dude who was in Oni. Right. Oh, like, yeah. That's cool. Tell me more. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and nah, they don't. Yeah, nah, right. no, like not going to do that. The yeah. hint to him is, like, this hit squad badass. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. that there, there are very small points where they hint at a backstory mm-hmm. that I would have loved to yes. explore and gotten some depth in. Like, there's that one scene... They do it for all the characters. Spoiler alert. Yeah. There's one scene... Well, the whole thing's a spoiler. Yeah, I know. We've, yeah. I know. I just want to remind yeah. people in case yeah. they're coming into the middle of the episode that we're talking about spoilers. So there is one scene where uh, Locke confronts the Arbiter. And the Arbiter knows who he is. And yeah, oh, like, yeah. There's, a whole, there's yeah. a whole he backstory there. He questions him yeah. at front. He, he's like... they uh, li- at, at first, Locke implies that 
uh, Arbiter's motives may not be pure. And he goes, that's ironic coming from you. <laughs> yeah. Like, And you're just like, oh, he knows him. Like, he knows he's mm-hmm. a spy. Oh, he's like, giving him that, that yeah. sass. And then mm-hmm. do we that ever find sass. out about why? Nope, not at all. Do we ever find out what it was he did in Oni? Nope, not at all. And then mm-hmm. there's one point later on, and this is like Just that he had the the, the, assa- the assassination contract. Yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. I swear uh, to God, every scene in that game might have might as well have faded to black and said, for more, read the next book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's one point later on where uh, right before... Right after Locke and his team uh, have Dr. Halsey back, and she's like, bring John back. I really want to talk about Halsey and yeah. how we'll get wasted there. she Next was. Next time. Yeah. Next yeah. time. Uh, but there's a moment of dialogue where uh, Buck and Locke are talking, and Buck is awesome. He's Just great. Of Nathan course. Fillion Nathan Fillion, like, of course. Every scene, he does so much with so little in mm-hmm. that game, but he has a, like two lines of dialogue where he goes, Locke, like, we're going after the chief. Do you actually believe in this? Because if you do, I'm with you, but... Everyone will hate us, and I'm just like, hey, this guy is thinking about the consequences of going what after an a amazing hero. Moment yeah. I want to know more about Buck. Well, like, that's all the yeah, so good. Yeah, right. But are there that's any like, more of those moments? Nope. Like, yeah. so that's, that's the only that's one thing of my, that's in there. That's one of my favorite uh, things. Like in any story, if you look at those kinds of moments, it's like when you look at the Avengers, and it's Coulson talking. Like he reveres each of the Avengers differently individually, yeah. and mm-hmm. then people like. He, everyone talks to him like, oh, how's it going with the cellist? Like, he's seeing somebody. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. Like, you don't need to dig into somebody's history a great deal. But if you can show an ounce of humanity like that thing with Buck, or when Buck goes like, Tanaka, and he like, he's he like... A word, please. A word, yeah. please. Yeah. And he's like, he just... They know okay, each other. This yeah. is going to be... Mm-hmm. Hard. Like, well, let's do this yeah. together. I'm uh, glad you guys got to this real quick, yeah. Destin. Just that, uh, you know, Locke... I think the, the voice performance is mediocre because he's given he's he's just like he's Nothing a bi- he is a mm-hmm. by the book Spartan. Yes sir, I'll go get Master Chief, no problem. Yeah, he's not given anything to work with. The irony is the rest of Fireteam Osiris mm-hmm. is far more interesting. They are far more interesting characters than Locke is. You Olympia know, Olympia Vale's my favorite Spartan vale, in all of Halo. She's and great. Are all more interesting in Halo Five than than Agent Locke is, mm-hmm. and that's and that's what I wanted. Is like you want to if here's the thing is if you want to make a main character, which is I I think that was the goal with Locke. What what else would it have been right to make someone else like kind of forefront of the Halo series, yeah. not just the chief? Mm-hmm. You got to tell a great story about him, and we learn nothing about him. There's no characterization of his villainy, right? Like mm-hmm. he kind we he's positioned as you know because we all love the chief and we know what the chief's been through we are the chief he's positioned a little bit as a villain right but what makes complex villains is when they're doing something that's not just Mm -hmm. bad because he's like a bad guy but it's just diametrically opposed like there's just opposition there there's no explanation for that and there's no justification for it like he's just doing things because people ask him to and that doesn't make for someone who's really interesting they take a lot of time with Locke building up this whole story of him building a device to shut down to lock up the Spartan's armor and then he uses it once screws up and then they never talk about it again and they spend a lot of time, like, they show it being built. They show him that's, how it's going to work with Buck. Great they take it off Buck. He fights he, yeah. he freezes. <laughs> they never use it again well, that's for another, any reason. That's another great scene. Use it Buck on goes, something else. Hey, so how are we going to catch these guys? Like, mm-hmm. ask nicely, because he knows, yeah. like, they would be bested in combat. Right. Oh, yeah. And so he can't, they obviously mm-hmm. can't fight him, right? And Locke's like, I have this device, <laughs> and it locks down <laughs> armor. It locks down armor. No, uh, uh, stop it. It, it like it disables their armor entirely. That's how we'll get him. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, great. Guess what? It gets used on him. Like he tries yeah. to use it on Chief, and Chief's like, nope. 
boom. That would have been a great moment. Like you, you sneak attack Chief with it. You get a nice dialogue scene. Chief figures out how to disable it. Then they fight. Or even like disable it on lock and bring it up again later. Like that's like putting a pistol in the drawer and not using it in the third act, right? Yeah. Like. It's used, but not in an interesting way, and yes, then it's just gone. completely. Ultimately, like I think that just having Locke in the game and wanting to make a separate character that's separate than Chief, or like different than Chief, but also kind of a main character, I think it just divided their focus too much because they tried like it's just the game is thin, like the campaign is thin, the storytelling is mm-hmm. thin, and I think that is a result of just having you have Chief, and then you have Locke, and you have their teams, respectively, and then you also have Halsey, and then you have the Arbiter, who's also a part of it, and then you have Cortana. Like, there's just too many pieces to this puzzle, and they're all trying to do each one of them justice, and mm-hmm. in doing so, do none of them justice. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'll Locke s- is the biggest victim of that. Yeah. I will segue out of that. Mm-hmm. We talked about the good of Halo 5, the multiplayer. We talked about the bad, which is Agent Locke. Let's take a few minutes to talk about the ugly, because this this is where everything I, really, really okay. breaks down. I really want to talk about Halsey. With this game. Uh, and for me, it's sort of, I think the biggest crime that the campaign commits is that it, it, compl- it assumes that you've read every piece of extended universe <coughs> fiction and you've seen every piece of marketing they've done. And the reality is, for the millions and millions of Halo pl- players out there, Halo fans, you know, they're, they're, every game sells seven, eight, whatever million copies. I would venture to say that I'll bet 5% of those people or less have read any extended universe, Halo, mm-hmm. anything. Uh, right here in this room. I haven't read any of it. Yeah, I don't do I've that. read some of it and it's still... Yeah, I mean, I've read Fall of Reach. I love that book. I think it's a genuinely great sci-fi novel, separate from the fact that it's a Halo thing. Like, Mm -hmm. don't let that deter you. And there's the the story now. It's awesome. Yeah, that you can watch. But that story... It's not very good. Regardless of that story, I went into this and had, like, no affinity for anybody on Blue Team at all. I was like, oh, man, it's it's Fred, it's Kelly, it's... Linda, uh, yeah. I don't care about yeah. any of you. And Linda's like this badass sniper who I love. And you don't even know she's a sniper if, in from the game. Yeah, like she was actually one of the better AI players. I mean, we didn't talk about that, but... Uh, oh, yeah, Destin well, has some hilarious clips but, of the Yeah, guy. Really? Yeah. They're Good. just really dumb. I'm glad that you have that to <laughs> justify me, because yeah. I think the AI is awful. I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned Blue Team, Mitch, because the, we're, these, we're, giving, we're giving nothing on Blue Team, and it's... I go back to the point I made a minute ago about how most Halo fans only have played the games. Mm-hmm. And through, over the course of the mainline Halo games, you are led to believe, uh, to assume that Master Chief is the last one. Yep. That the rest of them are all dead or just gone. You know, that Chief is it. He is the savior. He's the last one. And then even at the end of Halo 4, you know, he's he gets goes back to Infinity. He's standing there with... Uh, What's his face? Lasky? Lasky, it? that's yeah. it. Thank you. And he's just like, you know, looking out longingly in the stars, wondering if Cortana's out there. Then when Halo 5 starts, some sometime later, here's Blue Team. Here's yep. three other Spartans yeah. that he seems to know really well. Yeah. We don't know why. And there's, I, I kept waiting for it. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm waiting for it, waiting for it. The one and only thing we ever get on Blue Team in the course of the Halo 5 campaign is on the space elevator mission. Mm -hmm. It's like around the middle of the game where uh, you're Osiris, of course. Mm -hmm. There's an 80% chance you're going to be Osiris (laughs) at any any particular, any given point. And uh, one of the, somebody on Osiris says, hey, why do do those blue team folks trust uh, this chief guy so much? Why do they, 
and then somebody, you know, <laughs> Buck or somebody says, "Well, they yeah. they uh, grew they they grew up they, together. They grew up they together. They, together. They, they they trained together. They ran they like the most more missions. Than yeah, they vlog more missions. Yeah. History, yeah. And then oh, so they're like family. Yep, that's it. And yeah. that is it. We don't we <laughs> don't. Why is you know we get nothing on Linda, on Fred, on Kelly, which the Fall of Reach book does a fantastic yeah. job of telling you who they are and why they're cool. I mean, I'm not a game designer. I don't pretend to be, but I wonder if even just as it, in the early parts of the campaign, if just quick like 10, 20 second little flashback things to like Chief having a moment during an early mission with like oh, yeah. each one of them. It was, and it's like to sort of establish, oh, these guys go way back to like pre the pre-Covenant mm-hmm. Halo, pre-Halo events. And these guys, these people really matter to Master Chief. I can't But re- you get none of that. They went through the fall of Reach together. Like that's... Yeah. In 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 terms of the lore, like of Halo, and again, this is coming from someone who has only played the games and then read a bunch of like Wikipedia about it. <laughs> uh, that's like the one event where humanity was dealt like a severe blow. Like yeah. that was that was basically the fall of humanity right there. Is right, when we lost Reach. That's like nobody knew the aliens existed. Yeah, suddenly like they show up, they glass attack, a planet. It's just destroyed. like you can't cover this like, up that's anymore. Our well, we still had it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That was yeah. of course. I mean, we still had Earth. That well, was yeah, of course. before yeah. Halo too. But yeah, like that was like, uh oh, this yeah, is like, bad. In the history, yeah. like that up until that point, humanity thought we were pretty good off. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. we were expanding to different planets. We had this really strong military, and then all of a sudden, Reach happen and everyone was like oh we are we're vulnerable yeah we're very vulnerable and then yeah. obviously like it came the the war came to mm-hmm. earth and stuff but that was it the, this beginning point and they went through this like completely riveting dramatic tra- yeah traumatic yeah. and also dramatic event in military history they survived it they had a huge part in like mm-hmm. you know basically lowering the casualty amount and mm-hmm. None of that is explained or explored yeah. at all. Either like, Kelly or no sense, yeah, there's no sense that any of them went through anything together in the game. Either Kelly or Linda during like that early story, one of them like gets plasma shot in the chest, like almost dies, like she is oh, literally right. dead. Mm-hmm. Chief freezes her, breaks oh, yeah, her Halsey. Yeah, Halsey awesome. saves her life. They thought she was dead, mm-hmm. so she basically died and was brought back to life by Doctor Halsey, which is. Kind of explains why they feel like they're family because they really care about each other and there's a story there. Well, and it shows why Halsey cares so much about them too. Yeah. The other thing is like Master. None of that's explored. There's yeah. no exploration of the reason these people are Chief's team is because mm-hmm. not only does like he believes in them so greatly. Like that is one of the things that I remember. Just moments of dialogue and stuff. Like there's uh, in from I think it's Halo Four or Halo Three when Cortana and uh, Chief are talking. She talked about how like the reason she chose him wasn't because he was the strongest or the fastest or the smartest because he's not. And that's the funny thing is like mm-hmm. his team is like yeah yeah. Is it is it Linda or Kelly who's supposed to be way like in terms of reflexes and speed? Kelly, way I think. Faster yeah, I think Kelly's Kelly. Like, oh yeah, that's Kelly. Kelly. Linda's the sniper. Fast. Linda's the yeah. sniper and uh, the one that does intel. Like. Yeah. But Chief, like, he's the, like, just the people who, he's the person who kind of brings this team together, but they're really, like, what makes that team the strongest team of them all is, like, how well they work together. And he believes in them just as much as they believe in him. Do you get that sense at all? Nope. He barely talks to them. No, in fact, like, they're like, hey, Chief, uh, what's Linda, going on with go Cortana? Over there. 
what's going on with Cortana? She seems like she's maybe losing it. You okay? And he's like, no, just follow me. <laughs> Don't even worry about <laughs> he kinda, it. He, and he just shuts them out. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and they just follow him. What? She goes, or yeah. like he, you know. It's like, hey, no, we need to in like, the just first, talk, please, in, for like a if second. If my mom was very, leading yeah. me to the apocalypse, and I'd be like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, don't worry about it. I'd be like, bye. In the very first chief mission, you're kind of running around, and like you have this vision of Cortana, and she tells you, you know, where she is and stuff, essentially. And when he comes out of the vision, they're like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. And they're like, <laughs> what happened? He's like, Cortana's on Meridian. That, by the way, and was I'm like, terrible. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, wait a second. So you wait. have a flashback so, acid no, I, trip? I paused it. I paused it, and I was like, is Chief a psychic now? Like, where did this vision come from? Or is from? it like, yeah. oh, parts of her are still inside of his brain and told him. It's like, literally, so, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, the only other time that we've seen anything remotely like that in Halo was when, uh, is it three, when he's jumping on the ship to detonate the core, and, like, is it the Overmind who has Cortana? Mm-hmm. And, like, because the Overmind... I mean, the Gravemind? Yeah, Cortana. Gravemind, yeah. Cortana's, like, flashing Gravemind is all two. two. Yeah, yeah Halo there two. we go. He's in three. No, but yeah, like at some point, I can't never all blending together because I haven't played them in a long time. But like, <laughs> there's a one point I think it's Halo Three when you're ju- you you're jumping on, is it not the Infinity? Maybe it's the Forward Unto Dawn. I can't remember anymore. But you're trying to detonate the core. Mm-hmm. He has Cortana there. You're there to retrieve her and get off the ship before you blow it up. And because he has her and he has like psychic abilities, he she's able to kind of like in pain reach you, and you're having these like. Just momentary yeah. five to second like things. Oh yeah, control. I think that's no, the grave yeah, mind. Like, the grave mind. I'm pretty sure it was in Halo Three. Yeah, I think it's, that's ha- it's Halo, Halo 3. Three. It is. Yeah, but that's the only other time when Cortana can kind of reach you psychically, and there's an explanation for that, which is that the grave mind or the overmind, whatever. Grave mind. Grave, grave mind. Yeah. yeah. What is overmind the f- from? Is that from Starcraft? I, don't I think know. it is. <laughs> but. Uh, there's that moment where like her powers because she's entering rampancy and yeah. she and she's being held there mm-hmm. by a psychic being he can kind of like she can kind of come through just momentarily then all of a sudden she has this psychic thing like this moment those are where, all memories in three yeah. though none of those yeah. are like but like stuff she's 5, never said in halo 5 her it's, location yeah presumably she's already there or going there how did she reach him so there's yeah. a lot She's of moments in AI, like that though, right? in Halo like, 5. How can she do that? Mm-hmm. There's so many moments like that in Halo 5 where a major story thread is brought up. Like, she's on Meridian or wherever. Yeah. Uh, she's cured rampancy. Yeah. Things like that. And the, to your point about, like, the blue team, like, oh, they're a family. Okay, this game brings this up, and you're like, oh, man. And then it moves on. Yeah. yeah. It just and you're like, wait. right over like, it. Yeah. You can't just present something like that and then walk away from it without addressing it or exploring mm-hmm. it. And they never follow up on any of these major story threads. Yeah. Because so like, here's hollow. my thing is like, even if I really trust Chief and I'm like, okay, well, how'd you know that? Like, that's the first question. Yeah. Like, oh, you just, you were laying here on the ground, incapacitated <laughs> just for a few seconds. And then you come back and now you have a location. How? Explain. Yeah. Because I need to know just so that I can support you, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, nope. She's on Meridian. <laughs> and then they go to Meridian, and then all of a sudden, and this is the other thing, is like, it felt like uh, previous Halo games to me have felt like there's this grand narrative in this universe out there, but it's really anchored by a human story, right? Like it's mm-hmm. humans struggle against the Covenant and their own yep. survival, and the core of it all is Chief. It really feels like this story takes a quantum leap forward in the nor- in the lore. Like now we're on this planet that's been designed by the Forerunners, but not the Forerunners because it's the Guardians are even like a more ancient sort of like preservation tool that like space decides, cops. yeah, space, yeah. space cops. cops, yeah, that's like how who they're described. Who the space the, police? Who the mantle of responsibility goes to? And mm-hmm. it's like that was the Didact, yeah. Ugh. Like, like even the even the didact, like that whole just like 
lore of threat uh, that whole that whole thread of lore thread of you lore know, in Halo Four mm-hmm. seemed like. <laughs> It was pushing how big the universe could right. be, and then this just got too big. Halo yeah. Four, you know, again, I st- I gave that game a nine point eight. I stand by it. Yeah. I love what I loved about Halo Four was that it told it gave us more of Master Chief than we'd ever gotten. It told this very personal yeah. Master Chief story about exploring who he is and his relationship with Cortana, and mm. uh, you know, yes, Halo Four was guilty of leaving some really good stuff. For, of its story in the terminals, you know mm-hmm. all the librarian, st- the librarian didact stuff that's in the terminals is fascinating. But at least it's in the game. Yep. Halo Five just, as Mitch, as you're saying, brings all this stuff up, and then just over it. and then just moves on, never touches it, and it's just really unfortunate. It's just a wasted opportunity. It, it reminded me a lot. I feel like in comic book movies now, you know, the comic book movie thing, and believe it, it's got to be so hard to make to keep a. F- to have a franchise going because you know you start with look like Halo One is super powered space marine with yeah. this AI buddy and there's some aliens and and of course naturally over time it's got to get bigger and bigger and bigger totally, but totally. I feel like huge. I feel like that and that's sort of that same thing happened with comic book movies like with even <clears throat> within Christopher Nolan's Batman series Batman Begins like super simple and then it sort of gets bigger and bigger until the third one I hated right. Avengers is doing this you know the Marvel movies are doing the same thing. For me, I I would love to see if we're going to continue with Blue Team, which I would love to because I think they're great. Develop them if please. they're developed. I, I would. This will never happen because the Halo Six has to continue off of whatever, wherever the hell we I left off here. It'll be Locke, Chief, Buck, and Tanaka. I feel like I don't Halo know Five I, was like Act One. I was just going to say uh, I would love to see this will never happen. I would love to see Halo Six just like go back and be tell a, a much simpler, more personal story of just go back to like pre-Covenant, like some, you know, find find some stories to tell with the or in the early blue team days yeah. when they're all... Yeah, they're it's all, not going to happen now. That ending no. is too... Well, Halo no. 5 did one thing pretty cool. They set up Cortana as the villain. Chief now Finally. has this Hated internal struggle yeah. where he's really? going to have to Hated go against like basically a woman that he loves. Like, I know she's an yeah. AI, but they, they care about each yeah. other. So that's the thing. You know? is like, I, I love that discussion. Like, does Chief mm-hmm. love her? Because... They kind of hint at it during the story. I think she loves him. Mm-hmm. I think they need each other. Like, have you I played for any... like, that... Sh- I think she loves him. I don't think he loves her, but I think he... Is, That's his he only, like, her... intimacy ever in his life. Right. He's 48. Right. So, but I don't... Yeah, I think he does. I think that's sort of the... Just like I think that's the discrepancy for me is I don't think intimacy necessarily means love. No, I think it's, a, it's a codependency, not intimacy. Maybe yeah, like, I think it, yeah. he cares for her deeply, but I think it's... I don't think it's love. But that's the thing is like Halo 4 did such a great thing with Chief and Cortana. Like at its core, despite all of the crazy stuff with the didact and like the forerunners and stuff, it's a story about these two. It is. That's why I loved it. People, entities, right? Chief and Cortana. Mm -hmm. And then I get the idea of trying to reverse that role in Halo 5, but I just don't think it works because Cortana is – Insane, like she makes no sense at all, and like yeah, the whole time she's just beckoning end. to Chief the whole time. And he's, Chief, the whole time he's just come like, out to play. Yeah. And Blue cool. Team's like, yeah, fun. And, he, and yeah. he's just like, okay, cool. And where it's like, I'm playing the game, the and the f- very first time you talk to Cortana, I'm like, something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And at she's that off. point, as the player character, I'm like, I want to be very cautious moving forward here because I want to get her back, but 
she's planning to betray us or yeah. she's going to and guess what happens yeah she captures them mm-hmm. and i'm like chief you're like humanity's greatest soldier you're like and the smartest dude right yeah. into this like yeah him literally you're right so up there he's mm-hmm. the most street smart guy yeah. in the galaxy yeah and the whole time even the warden's trying to like stop them it's like, like chief stop like she's Cortana. different yeah yeah. Like, yeah you don't know what you're in for buddy yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fine i'll kill you again the whole time mm-hmm. the warden whose job it is to keep whoever ascends to the mantle like yeah. safe mm-hmm. and stuff is like so in one, and that's the other thing is, he's simultaneously p- supposed to protect Cortana by, like, going actively against what she wants, which is kind of just a weird position to be in, and mm-hmm. it makes things a little weird because both you as chief and you as Locke have to do the same sort of fighting the warden events and like yeah. fighting the Prometheans and the Forerunner stuff on the way there. It's just really really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, s- the other thing is, I just didn't buy like. That's not Cortana to me, you know? Like, that isn't even the she same She even looks character. different. Well, I mean... She uh, looks different every yeah, game, she does to be look fair. Different. Yeah. She's never looked better than she did in 4. I think the design in 4 was the best. Yeah. But the point is, they look the same, or they are the, supposedly the same character, but nothing about her post-curing rampancy is anything indicative of she wears armor now before. Yeah. That, <laughs> but, I mean, that kind of bugs me. Not the yeah. armor part, but it bugs me because, like, I think in order to really convince Chief that she needed that she that he still had to save her or that he had any reason for going after her at all she had to have like remnants of her as the ai he once knew right. the girl yeah. that he loved if if yeah we know where we're going with her. that yeah. yeah but there isn't any of that in there mm-hmm. she's really just a crazy she's AI. totally broken yeah like, she's a crazy ai like from the very get the, for the very first time you actually talk to her and she has it's no internal like, struggles she's like this is what i'm doing deal yeah, with like, it like that's the other thing is like, i do like that like she's totally sociopathic like she is yeah. fully rampant she is mm-hmm. broken cortana right. is done yeah but, like from she a, doesn't exist from a storytelling standpoint like i don't think like if if there was something there to identify with from a chief perspective mm-hmm. that made her seem like she was still worth saving, that would have made like, for a much more compelling reason to go there. Yeah. Instead, it's not there. Like, so maybe like, maybe these giant police there? cops <laughs> oh, uh, are too far. No, That's you know what? Thing. I it's have like, to stick with what I what I decided. Didn't the forerunners yeah. like? They designed the mantle of responsibility. Mm-hmm. They designed all these constructs. Yeah. They didn't foresee, like, maybe an AI getting loose and, like, taking mm-hmm. control of it. They should have foreseen that, right, as, like, the designers of the universe. They are the ones who created the halos, right? So they installed AIs before, like mm-hmm. Guilty Spark. They must have have protocols for how this is, like... Oh, I just, I, legendary it ending. I was None say, of it makes yeah, sense. Of legendary ending. Cortana has a halo. Great. They, they just show a halo and she's humming. That's, like, the whole story. Well, and story it's turning there. on. Yeah. It's like coming online. It's like yeah, I guess. I just, I, it was very strange. Wait, like, why? Okay, so that. Yeah, that, right? So I didn't play the legendary anymore. <laughs> the halos either, were but, built to contain the flood. Yeah, so they yeah. were <laughs> by wiping out all of humanity and stuff, yeah. or all of like sentient species so that the flood just starved to death. That was how it was explained in previous Halo games. What? So in the dialogue that she has with Chief, she's there just to make sure that humanity can grow. And not have war or like all species, right? Yeah. She's just there to like police the systems, as she said. She says yeah. this is better for everyone. Why does she want a halo? What does that that seems yeah. totally counterintuitive <laughs> to everything it's she just strange, said in the story, right? right? Yeah, because that is a weapon only used for one thing. Mm-hmm. So clearly, that life. had to have been her goal in the first place. Yeah, which is also not explained. I don't know. There's just and I've seen I, I've seen yeah. some Poor defense online too of oh well, it's you know. It's like the middle part of the trilogy, and it'll be, it'll all be. That's not like that doesn't make Halo Five better. Yeah, today. no, yeah. like Halo at, Five is an act one. Look at great it trilogies. Is. Does Star Wars: A New Hope stop 
before they kill the Death Star just because you're going to deal with it later? No, you have to finish the story. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it all makes sense as one. Uh-huh. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. What happens, right? You get the ring, you establish a goal, and there's a big battle at the end, and the Fellowship gets broken. And that's like a great ending, right? Like mm-hmm. the story is contained. We know it's coming forward. It's just like as much as I love the design of not just – the world and yeah, the that's gameplay. what I wanted like, to end amazing. on with this. I didn't want to. I didn't get to mention Halsey. I just want to talk about her briefly. Poor storytelling. Yeah. Oh God, go. Halsey. Yeah, go. So, go ahead, Halsey. Even though right. Sean was segueing me perfectly into where sorry, I wanted to go. Sorry. Go ahead. Destin. Halsey like creates the Spartans, and when you get her, she's just like I sent out my distress distress call forever ago. She's been helping this uh, elite uh, Jewel Dama figure out more about the Prometheans and. Uh, First mission, they show up, kill that dude who's had her prisoner for a year. Yeah, also, well, hope you played Spartan Ops, because why does she have one arm? Hope you also, played that. Also, <laughs> in Spartan Ops, uh, what, what was her name? Don't play Spartan Ops. Just watch the just watch the yeah. cutscene. Sarah yeah. Palmer. S- Sarah Palmer shoots Halsey in the arm. She's the reason Halsey has one arm, and then they're just hanging out they're like buds. nothing happened. Yeah. If you were the reason that I lost an arm, I would hate you. I would want to <laughs> kill you. And... She's smart enough that she could do that, but she's just like, remember that time you shot me in the arm and I got, it was removed by the elite? Yeah, did they cut cool. off the plasma sword or something? Yeah, it's like, oh, we're cool now. No, at the end of four, they established, she's like, I want revenge. Five shows up, she's just like, oh, cool, hey guys, They're we're like, cool again. They're on the same team. They're we're on the same team. Yeah. No, just imagine, not a chance. Just imagine Halsey, re, you know, in the back in the same room with mm-hmm. with Palmer and, and Halsey's like, oh, hey, come on, uh, Palmer, looking pretty good. You've been doing some push-ups. I can't do push-ups because <laughs> I only have one arm. <laughs> I want to see those two like talk the a little bit seriously. Like, in those scenes where Halsey you is, know. just again going back to the yeah. Spartans, like they made like Sarah Palmer towers over She's Halsey, huge. and yeah. I'm like. Sarah Palmer isn't augmented either. No. Like, none yeah. of the Spartan fours are. How come they're so huge? Like yeah. it makes uh, no sense. Like and then and then Halsey took you long enough. Oh, like yeah. three times she says, yeah. "What can, what took also, you so?" Also, uh, just while we're on the subject of the. For me, I mean, not that I ever. I've. It's not that I've been holding out hope or expecting Chief's helmet to ever come off in a I game. I know, you know, the they Halo Four legendary yeah. ending got the eyes, but th- the end of Halo Five. If the helmets were, I'm now convinced it's n- never coming off because yeah. that end when Blue Team and they like they're showing they see them. Housing. They're, yeah. Like it's framed too. Their it's mom, like you can basically. see them full, kind of full body. Yeah. They walk up. Blue Team meets up with Halsey. And like she's their mom, basically. Yeah. They, in fact, in the books, she's referred to as mom. Yeah. Uh, that would have been the point where, like, the mission's over, battle's over. We hook back up with with mom, and it would have been all four of them helmets off. You could have so done helmets are never coming. Good off. to see you again, mom. Like end. You like that's more powerful than what they ended on. I feel like you could have done more with Halsey's character too, because like she's not exactly a good person, right? Like, no, no, she's terrible. That's what's yeah. great she about is, it. She's like kidnapped six year olds yeah, and yeah. kidnapped a bunch and of lied about it. Commander Tony Keys and, in yeah. the first game actually awesome, helped her with that. But what's process. awesome about it is like she did that because she had to. Like yeah. she saw this threat that this was. She felt like she had to do it in order yeah. to save humanity, and I think. On some level, Chief and his team know that, and so they have this like respect for each other because, in a way, you had to do that to get the mission done. Yes, but and the only reason he's alive is because of her. So while they recognize that, like they both done like kind of not so great things, Mm -hmm. they have this respect for each other, this like bond. Is that explored at all? Nope. She like looks at him for a second and is like, "Let's get you a new visor." It's just (laughs) I don't know. It's super dumb. So to finish up again, it's it's not a bad 
first-person shooter campaign. Again, this was, we've kind of touched on the mechanics are absolutely rock solid. Never yeah. been better in a Halo series. Yep. Yeah. The weapons feel great. The sound design, the built-in co-op. Uh, the verticality yeah, of the level levels. design, oh, yeah. super cool. the, al- the alternate paths of the yeah. level design are all fantastically executed, but it's just the, it, story the underlying storytelling. Halo's always had that to 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 to, uh, to stand on and to to use to elevate its mechanics, and now. The, the story holds everything and yeah. down, and it's really, really unfortunate. And, uh, just, and just to, like, finish that thought, like, yeah. if I was to say, any, if me personally, as a gamer and as someone who loves games, if I was to talk to any developer, I would say, like, story means everything first. Like, the game is only the game to me personally if it's, like, if it tells me something that I learned something about. Yeah. You know, and like, if you're going to have a story, do it right. Yeah. Like, yes. Halo's strength has been its story yes. and its gameplay and its combat, and I'd, all that's fine, except for the story. I'd love to learn why it ended up like this, because like there I'm had to be a better that Halo Five was a very different game two years ago. Yeah, like you can see remnants of it in uh, Sanghelios, where you go to like these hub worlds or the trailers that we never see in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, lots of stuff that well, I think you want a chief and a poncho. Changed. Maybe lots <laughs> of people, lots of people are enjoying it. I mean, I'm seeing the, the, yeah. the critic re- I love critical it. reviews it's it's are very yeah. It's definitely fun to play. The the critics are divided. I'm seeing lots of different tweets of people saying I really enjoyed the campaign. Mm-hmm. I and then a lot of people saying oh I totally see where you guys were coming from. I, I really didn't like the story, uh, and nobody's wrong. You know, you take from it what you yeah, will, and totally. if you like it, if you loved it, more power awesome. to you. Uh, you know. I, I, again, Halo Four was was divisive too. I was on the you know I'm just on the other side of the fence from where I was with Four. A lot of people really hated Four. Some some of them probably unfairly just because it wasn't Bungie. Right. But some of you know some people just didn't like Halo Four. I loved Halo Four and I uh, love it. But I, the one the good news is to close out on our Halo Five spoiler cast here. Uh, the one thing I think everybody agrees on. Multiplayer is freaking phenomenal. It's great. It's it is great. worth the price of admission. Play it, love it, enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy the campaign too. Even if you're, if you just like tune out the story, you're gonna campaign have a great time. Co-ops really fun. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I think you know, Halo Four was ultimately, I think, remembered mostly for for it, uh, the single player campaign and what yeah. it what it did for yeah. the, you know that personal story we talked about and the multiplayer. I liked it, but in the end, it had no legs. It didn't, you know, Halo 4 multiplayer, for many reasons, didn't stick. It didn't have the legs. And Halo 4 is remembered more for its campaign. I think Halo 5 is going to be the opposite, where in the end, Halo 5 is going to be remembered as a great multiplayer game. I really really just hope going forward that they, you know, kind of take it to heart and take the feedback to heart, because, like, I I wouldn't, like this to set a precedent for how the story is treated going forward. You know, to me, the big draw has always been the lore and the, and the story of Halo and the characters, and I would love to see that continue. Well, it's it's one of the last major first-person shooter franchises where story matters or yeah. is even included at all. Yeah. yeah. Rainbow Six, no more campaign. Call of, Call of Duty, Duty, they're... Flirting with they're, it. They're, exactly. They're, so it's, they're just uh, like, you can go to any mission you want. Well, yeah. that and... That and we're not gone. putting it on the disc on Xbox 360 yeah. and Correct. PlayStation 3. So, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Sean. Hopefully, Halo Six will we can dial it back mm-hmm. to uh, bring it back to they have the set good up Halo story. They have set up again, like they did with the marketing. They have set up what could be a phenomenal Halo yeah. Six. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is yeah. like we're story. Not, we don't story. know yeah. where the rest of the story goes, so they may have a lot of great stuff in store. But mm-hmm. I feel like things like 
when you have a really big sci-fi universe where crazy things are happening and there's aliens and things happening from like millions of years ago that were set in motion by AI and stuff, you really need like a great human story and universal sort of human elements to ground it in any sort mm -hmm. of reality. Look at Star Wars, right? That's exactly what Star Wars is. A great human story at the center of this intergalactic conflict. And Halo needs to get back to that if it wants to be on firmer footing going into 6 and 7. That's mm -hmm. the trilogy, right? 5, 6, 7? Well, no, it's it 4, 5, trilogy. 6. Well, 4, 5. It, they, they said four, it was going to be a trilogy. When, when 4 was announced, it was going to be the now Forerunner the trilogy. Then they went, uh, w just kidding, we mean Forerunner Saga, so they didn't want to pin themselves into three games. Got so this, yeah. this, uh, this storyline could continue. So for yeah, going forward, I would love to see how that all plays out with the Chief. And humans specifically. And in the yeah. meantime, we will see you on Xbox Live in some Warzone Shoot games. Oh, yeah. With BRs. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with a little bit of news, and then we'll get out of here pretty quickly. IGN's Xbox 350 Podcast, the podcast on Lost presents the news on Lost! All right, a couple of quick but relevant news stories. Spoiler chat has ended you can listen you can listen to the other like 15 minutes of the show now if you want uh, i want to start with the new dashboard we've been toying around with it here it is a huge improvement it's quick uh it's minimalist it's uh organized pretty smartly the all the like party ch online chat stuff is just way better it's all about that controller customization man yeah controller customization is in there uh the the, the inverting for all stuff that we were talking about, that's, monsters. all the controller profiles are in there. So lots of good stuff, and we have a final release date for it, as announced on the Halo 5 launch live stream, that sort of YouTube stream that Microsoft did. It is going to be coming along with backwards compatibility, the official oh, cool. backwards compatibility stuff, nice. all together on the same day, and it's November 12th. I'm going to play Gears of War Judgment. Awesome. The week Fallout comes out. You're going <laughs> to nice. play it? Yeah, you're gonna play an old game when yeah. when the brand new absolutely <laughs> brand absolutely. new game is here. That's what everyone wants to do anyway. Um, Love judgment. Yeah, it's this is so this is right after Tomb Raider comes out, which thus it is after all of Microsoft's big first party holiday games are out, which I guess makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. you don't you don't want to risk throwing a wrench into you know because when you know when you change the operating system. It's oh, yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal, especially it's go some moving people, from Windows eight to ten. Some people have had issues with the the preview stuff. I'm waiting till oh, the actual retail oh, release. A, a, and as am I. The yeah. what I'm running it on a separate work machine. I'm not running it on my yeah. own machine yeah. for that exact reason. I mean, I read an article that some people who were using it. Like, some, I saw some giving... people tweeting bricked <clears throat> consoles at me. Like, I saw that yeah. too. I'm just yeah. like, well, I'm not updating. But again, yeah. they, they did. They totally warned everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was an opt in thing, and it's pretty well past. Mm -hmm. It's pretty solid now. Yeah. I'm like just saying I'm waiting close, for but, November to but upgrade yeah. my November dashboard. 12th is the day. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, totally makes sense that they're not going to risk any wrenches thrown into Halo's games, launch yeah. or Tomb Raider's launch on the first-party side. And similarly, Criterion announced that not necessarily on November 12th, but at some point, they're going to be adding Burnout Paradise to the list oh, of... Cool. Xbox 360 backwards compatible games. We, we talked IGN's about that a little bit. Burnout fan. You guys Woo! Love yeah. that game. Well, Paradise is the one that, it's that the vice is, it. I don't it's like. It's the one nobody yeah. likes but me. <laughs> no, lots of people do love it's it. It's, yeah. Some people... It's they like favorite. driving around and finding the missions. I like, as in your Well, that's the thing. I, yeah, yeah. If, if Criterion, if you're listening, somebody over there is... <laughs> no, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, or somebody relay the message. Yeah. 
Burnout Revenge next. So Please good. do that one. Because remember, it was ported to 360 from original Xbox two months after the system came out. Mm-hmm. It came out in January of 2006. Wow. For Xbox. It was totally just a port up. But why would what you, did you do? do? What is just, wrong with you? Just a why trigger. Did, I didn't break, break it. I didn't break it. I just pulled the trigger. Come on, man. <laughs> Busting up my trophy. <laughs> no. My trophy. You can ruin it when you <laughs> earn it in five years. Destin Sorry, just just assaulting the Dookie trophy that... <laughs> I was... Get your head... Come stop on! Stop touching it. It's just a trigger. It's not You're like broken. my four-year-old, man. <laughs> Something definitely snapped off I, and went flying. Absolutely. Uh, oh, really? Destin. <laughs> anyway... Paint. Uh, criterion, yes. Please Ooh. please uh, reach back into the archive and, and pour it over. Because they are based off the same engine. So theoretically... Hopefully it wouldn't be. I don't know because I'm not a developer, but hopefully it wouldn't be yeah, just too bad. But let's right get click save as. Yeah, file save as <laughs> at dot xbox uh, burnout uh, revenge yeah. dot X-E-X. xbox xb one. Yeah. Dot ten eighty p. Dot ten eighty p. Dot sixty frames per second. <laughs> it was already sixty frames a second on three sixty. So hundred twenty frames per second. Generally are. Typically, yeah. When uh, whenever they can be. Forza Horizon's not, but you never know it because cruising USA is like. <laughs> anyway, so uh, big news on the new Xbox One Experience dashboard there. Mark your calendars for that. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up this week is just for you Rock Band fans such as myself, uh, Harmonix has delivered the Rock Band 3 song exports. Pretty good. Are Decent happening. Yeah, not the series best. But, but I'm confused. What, but, what is an export? So it's a license to take everything that was on the disc for that game and export it for use in a future Rock Band game, in this case, Rock Band 4. So Rock Hmm. Band 1, when Rock Band 2 came out, you could export like 95% because it's it's all licensing, right? Like, you know, Metallica, for whatever reason, went, oh, no, our license with you was just for Rock Band 1. We're not authorizing you to use this in future games. So Rock Band 1's export brought most of the songs into basically let you export them to your hard drive for use with Rock Band 2. You know, Enter Sandman was not in there. A few others were not in there. And then the same thing happened from 2. You could export 2. So then at that point, it became all of 1 and all of 2. You could export to 3. Right. Green Day, and then the the Rock Band Green Day, you could export as well. Beatles, of course, you never could, never will. (laughs) But, yeah, so now, originally, and we're still waiting on the exports, by the way, but... Uh, Rock Band 1, 2, and Green Day and Lego uh, are all exportable, but now Rock Band 3 is as well. So that's another, like, whatever it is, 60, 70, 80, uh, a bunch of songs that will now be uh, able to be used in Rock Band 4. The export key will cost you $15, but 15 bucks for what amounts to a 60-whatever song pack, pretty yeah. good deal yeah. if, you've, if you've got Rock Band 3 there, so... <clears throat> Very stoked that harmonics could make this happen. So people are going to have a huge track list for Rock Band 4 yes. around its release. Yeah, right? they're mm-hmm. targeting... Uh, so they have a December free update planned for Rock Band 4 where they're going to add some uh, some sort of community-driven features. And they're aiming to have this Rock Band 3 export be ready in time like uh, as part of that update. So hopefully in just a month and a half or, or so, uh, we'll be able to get Rock Band 3 and the other rock bands export uh, song exports into the new game so that is because uh, then that'll last us the whole generation we'll have all these rock band songs for the entire xbox one ps4 generation mitch dyer yes sir we're in the thick of the holidays it's happening 
What's out? What can we spend our money on? Oh, I feel like there's something. Can't. Uh, Some little game. It's called yeah. Hello Five. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Halo Five Hello. Guardians. Halo Five. It's oh. available now, is and all of us recommend that you play it thoroughly. We enjoyed it very much. Yes. Uh, WWE 2K16 is out. Uh, no idea if that one's that, any good. A game that ver- sort of doesn't make a lot of noise, like particularly in kind of the IGN Offices. world, but, but it sells, sells yeah. millions of copies. People every like year. those wrestling. Also, WWE like videos just in general do so well on IGN. Yeah, it's crazy. People love wrestling. People love it. People wrestling. Love wrestling. Yeah. Uh, wrestling. Assassin's Creed Syndicate <laughs> came out last Friday. We didn't get to touch on that one. It's but good. It's awesome. Game's really great. Last Assassin's Creed I liked, uh, I, well, I didn't like it, but I had to do the guide for three, and I just kind of was like, I can't do this series for a little while. <laughs> Played Syndicate. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah feels, I'm looking forward, really good. I'm looking forward to trying it feels it out. great. Awesome personality. Yeah. Really incredible world. Definitely the one you should play if you've been holding out for a while. Minecraft Story Mode Episode 2 dropped very suddenly this week. The trailer came out, and it was like, surprise, it's out now. You can play it. Uh, five bucks, or it's free if you bought the season pass. It's just available on your machine now. Adventure Time, Finn and Jake Investigations is 50 bucks, and then you have here, but with a free trial? Yeah, there's what? a free trial for this one. It's a, you know, oh, like it's a, a kid's... Well, uh, yeah, basically. Huh. Like yeah. downloadable not, not like store? Li- yeah, it's all... That's it's awesome. Right. I, I just, I, yep. I'm blown away that that exists still. We were talking about this pretty recently, that games don't do this anymore. Yeah, please do more of these. Cool. Make a point. Download the free trial, even if you're not going to play it, just to send a message. That's true. I second that. Uh, October's Games with Gold are Valiant Hearts, The Great War, all month long, and The Walking Dead, the complete first season, until November 15th yes. on Xbox One. Xbox 360 has The Walking Dead Season 1 until the 31st. Right, so download your spookies there. before Spooky Town. The best Walking Dead. November's games were announced. We have Numa Breath of Life on Xbox One all month for November. I don't know what that is. Uh, Night Squad. <laughs> okay. Night Squad for Xbox One from November 16th till December 15th. Dirt 3 and Dungeon Siege 3 on Xbox 360. You can get Dirt 3, which is awesome, in the first half of the month, and Dungeon Siege 3, which was all right. I, I like Dungeon Siege 3 quite nice. a bit. Okay. Isn't Dungeon, Dungeon Siege 3 the movie or the no. game? It was an Uwe Ball film. Yeah, it which, was made into an Uwe Ball oh, that's, the, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Don't they're watch very, it. They're very different. <laughs> too. Don't watch anything Uwe Ball did. Unless you just like seriously want to... Do a little Rift Tracks MST3K action with your friends. Yeah, it's still perfect. Not even oh, also, uh, State of Decay on Xbox One is half off oh, until November fifteenth. Cool. That's that good it is. Yeah, they announced that today. Oh, you should one hundred percent buy that. So wait, it's fifteen dollars. I believe so. Yeah, let me try to Major Nelson real quick. I'm pretty sure it was thirty. Yeah, if it's fifteen bucks, that's a that's a steal. Yeah, uh, help me out, Mitch. Sorry, I'm vamp, vamp. My vamp. hard drive is. Getting pretty full these days. I, I'm I'm about I'm about I think 25 percent oh. already into my two gig two terabyte oh, external yeah. drive plus a full Good Lord. built in hard drive. I have an external at home. I video. Games. I don't worry about it anymore. I don't like the yeah. idea of an external though. All right, let me actually get this correct. Like okay, once you plug possible. it in, you're fine. Uh, I have like six games on my work console, maybe five because they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. State of Decay is 40 percent off. So it's, puts is it at eighteen dollars. Deals with gold. You yes. got to be a gold member for this. Yeah. So if you're a gold member, okay. State of Decay is eighteen bucks That's until November. Still a 2nd. fantastic deal. There's some really good stuff here. Slenders five bucks. Nice. Um, Zombie, which recently came out on Xbox, is thirteen bucks. Costume Quest is five bucks. Awesome. The original Resident Evil is fifteen. There's some good stuff in there. Cool. The deals with gold. Love it. Titanfall is five dollars. <laughs> No, that's a, that's a you should 100% buy that. get that. Yeah. White Knight is $5 that you shouldn't spend. <laughs> On that note, yeah. <laughs> uh, we will be right back with the trivia, as the, uh, unless Destin breaks the Dookie Trophy first. Be right back. Get your hands off my trophy. Just pulled the trophy. <laughs> Unlock, lock. 
All right, unlock block trivia time. This Dookie Trophy, if you're watching on video, our bronzed original Xbox Duke controller uh, will go, that will reside on the desk of whoever has the most trivia points, the most trivia Destin. answers correct I by the end Sean of the year. Finnegan. Currently, <laughs> it is these two gentlemen, Destin and Mitch. And 17 Sean. Neck points. and neck, yeah, tied. Tied with 17 Sean. points. Sean at six points. That's not how math works, Sean. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. But by the way... This week's prize is a killer one. It go, it's going. Good lord! I just looked at this. Yeah, it's yeah. going. I told you last week, and I told you that, and I wasn't kidding. Everybody that entered for the console the week before was automatically entered for this. Nice. So uh, for the guy who won it. Yeah. <laughs> and well, our winner yes. once again. Did send the console yet? <laughs> it's all in the mail. Everybody's going to be getting okay. their stuff very soon. So nice. uh, again, I have to thank Microsoft for just reaching out and saying, "Hey, do you want to give this away?" On, I'm like, "Yes, yes please." We do. Here's what's in this thing. Uh, by the way, well, is this one package? This is. It's all in the giant bag. So it's a thank you for muster, the It's a muster brand bag. It's this like this big, huge, green, almost like uh, duffel bag? army duffel bag yeah. thing. And it is its contents. Astro A40 Halo headphones. Worth it right there. Yeah, which <laughs> like, yeah. I could stop yeah. right like here. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, there are, their duffel bags are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this now. Halo T-shirt, Halo zip hoodie. Two Halo hats, one Chief, one Lock. Where the Chief one? Uh, a collection <laughs> of exclusive Skull Metal Halo patches and a custom Halo cinch bag. Uh, Boomco Blaster Battle Pack, which are the Nerf gun things. Mega Bloks Limited Edition Halo set from which they they had at San Diego Comic Con. A copy of Halo Five, a copy of the Strategy Guide, and a digital copy of the Halo Five original soundtrack. Damn. All in all, that's like 450 bucks of stuff. Mm-hmm. I also just want to point out right some free advertising for Mustard Brand. They're, I'm at their website. Their stuff looks awesome. This is like really, it's really expensive. Like $250 for a jacket, but these jackets look awesome. So, Wait, I want the jacket's 250 bucks? No, no, if a jacket is 250 not, bucks, oh. it better, that's oh, not in the sorry, surprise. It's sorry, just sorry, like sorry. some of their stuff. Yeah, but it better oh, be their other armor by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, again, thank you to Microsoft for kindly offering this. And our winner is from. Uh, his town is Lee's Summit, Missouri. I like to do that, just in case there's there's probably right. like three listeners yeah. from Lee's Summit, Missouri. Jared Mars, congratulations, Congrats, man. you've That's won. Awesome. Just for sending in this question, which I will now this we're at, it's critical. It's crunch time here, guys. I know we are Every so close to being out of twenty fifteen. Answer counts in the quest for the Dookie. <laughs> So, God, Jared's excellent question. <laughs> this is a good one. His Xbox trivia question is this. Uh, it's in honor of Star Wars The Force Awakens, which, of course, had its, uh, had its big new trailer drop most recently. Very recently, I should say. LucasArts revealed several titles, or excuse me, released several titles on Xbox systems. That's kind of an understatement, actually. But he asks, what was the first Star Wars game from LucasArts to release on the original Xbox, the original Xbox. Was it Star Wars Obi-Wan? Was it Star Wars The Clone Wars? Was it the legendary Knights of the Old Republic? Or was it Star Wars Starfighter? Jared Mars from Lee Summit, Missouri has won himself a that killer Halo swag pack, uh, courtesy of Microsoft. Swag pack. And uh, it is now just... Destin is in deep. It's like He's final. His it's like final Jeopardy yeah. over there. He's like Dude, head down deep. The question in thought. has been asked. Make yeah, the call. All right, fine. Okay, 
Well, he has written down. Everybody's written down their answers. So, Sean, I will go to you first. Why? Because I'm in the lead. <laughs> That's not how psychology Good works. Jokes. I, I appreciate that. That's uh, <laughs> I chose Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic because I'm pretty sure Obi Wan and Starfighter are made up, and I don't remember Clone Wars. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to. What? I'm gonna go to Mitch now. Um, I am pretty confident in my answer that it's Star Wars Obi-Wan. I'm pretty sure this was a launch game that came out like a year or two after The Phantom Menace. It was like an Obi-Wan origin story, sort of, and it took Crap. place in that era, but came out before the Clone Wars, and whatever. Idiot wait, answer, stupid destiny. Wait, so answer. Star Wars Obi-Wan is a real game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure, like, I, I vividly remember looking at the Xbox website when they announced it, and looking at, like, all the games. It was, like, Shrek, okay. which I think was the first game I played yeah. on Xbox. Because uh, looking at this list, I was Obi-Wan definitely like, was there, and that's like, oh not real. God. Yeah. <laughs> so the, what freaked me out was this. Xbox systems, I was thinking 360 for some reason. I originally put Clone Wars, which was released on the 360. I remember the box art. Oh, you're thinking of like the animated series Clone Wars, not yeah. Star Wars, the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the video game, which was terrible. It, yeah, it was bad, but it was the first one released. Anyway, so I think Obi-Wan was 360, but I don't know now. And I put Knights of the Old Republic because that was a pretty big deal, getting the Star Wars license and everything. So I don't know. I think I'm wrong. Just, just explaining. Obi-Wan. I think you might be right, Obi-Wan. and I'm bummed. McCaffrey's getting some research in now. So I was just double-checking because I'm just double-checking Jared's included answer. He did get it correct. And so I'll tell you, it is close. (laughs) This was super close. Oh, they like came out like back-to-back? Yeah, like really close to each other. So uh, Mitch, sorry, what did you say, Mitch? I said Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, Destin went with... Knights of the Old Republic. KOTOR. And you went with KOTOR too, right? Uh, Well, you KOTOR guys clearly don't remember anything. Mm. KOTOR was four. KOTOR was like 2003. Way after. I don't remember 2003, so that's a fair, fair <laughs> assessment. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, yeah. you were closer, but you not nobody got it. Was oh, it thank God. Wars? It was Starfighter. Starfighter was a real thing, first? too? Yeah. Dude, Starfighter was it awesome. Was. Wow. So, uh, Obi-Wan, because I, I started to doubt it, too, because I, I remember Obi-Wan coming out very early. And in that the, was the one they promoted on Xbox.com ahead of launch. Star, so, Star Wars Obi-Wan, which was not a good game, by the way. December nineteenth, two thousand one. Just oh, wow. a, just barely over a month after the, after uh, the console when had was shipped. It? December what December nineteenth. Was it a Starfighter? Wow. Was it the Pod Racer? Uh, no. It was a you know it's where you play aerial combat game. Games. Have to be the Xbox version. Galactic. November twenty sixth. So about a. Th- Three like three week difference. What did you do in Starfighter? Like what was it? It's a it's a star you play a base combat. Like you're game. a Naboo Starfighter. Uh, okay. Yeah. So nobody gets it. Oh we remain God. deadlocked. Uh, but Jared Mars, Jared, he's, he's our big winner <laughs> from winning all that awesome stuff. Uh, I want to thank Jared for entering. If you, I don't. Let's see. Oh, actually, I'll tell you what. Next week, a listener who I wish I'd written it down. I'll have it. I'll have it next week. I'll give him a, a proper shout out and a thank you. A listener generously donated because he bought the Halo console, but bought like the collector's edition of Halo Five. He is he donated his copy of Halo Five nice. to oh. give away. So wow. Halo Five will be the prize next week. Uh, if you'd like to win, send your Xbox-related trivia question. Again, not too hard, but not a softball, and not something we've already done before. Just you know, something where these guys have a reasonable shot if they don't actually know it. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, consider who you're asking here. <laughs> 
So <laughs> send that Xbox-related trivia question, including four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one in your email. And I actually don't need a mailing address because it's just the digital download code for Halo 5. So send all that to where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Good stuff. Uh, let's do some plugs and get out of here because this is the this is an hour the and a half show. The longest episode we've ever done. And it's also going to have like half of our fans that are going to unsubscribe from the show for... Because we're like, yeah, we criticizing Halo Five. We love the multiplayer. Love the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, love playing the campaign. I'll just say real quick, IGN Prime. That is, of course, a great way. It is a uh, you win by not getting ads on IGN or on IGN videos, and we win by uh, getting a little bit of your money to help keep the lights on, keep us employed. It's thirty dollars for a one year subscription, and you can sign up at IGN.com slash Prime. There are a few other perks, occasional beta access to games, occasional free games. Really, it's the, you know, if you're an IGN Power user, it's just going to improve your IGN browsing experience. And I've also been asked by the great Jared Petty, the literal nicest human being I've ever met in my life. Is this happening now? Uh, I've got his copy here to read. Next week, IGN launches The Vault. Our new weekly Fallout 4 show, join our intrepid band of post-apocalyptic survivors as we explore the ruins of Boston and the mysteries of life after irradiation. Watch the first episode next Wednesday on IGN. And if you've got a topic you'd like us to address, tweet at vault underscore IGN and let us know what you'd like to talk about. So, uh, Jared Petty will be heading up that show along with uh, probably Dan Stapleton. I don't know who else is on it. Tal. <laughs> uh, quite pro- possibly, yeah. yeah. So all of our big, biggest Fallout super fans will be on. I'm sure Marty's on every damn show we do here, so he'll probably be on. He's actually not on that show, but <laughs> Marty will never be on Fireteam Chat. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I don't think he'll play Destiny, though. So I'll remind you to follow me on Twitter, at DMC underscore Ryan. We've got uh, a week of IGN first content we're dead in the middle of for Below, which is the, uh, of course, Xbox One console-exclusive uh, downloadable digital title from Capybara Games. We had Nathan on the show last <coughs> week. I got so much great. Uh, I guess the opposite of hate mail would be love mail. Mm-hmm. I got so many love, so much love mail and love tweets from people loving Nathan on the show. He was fantastic. It last is week. Such He's an, an nice incredible person. game too. Mm-hmm. Oh, below, Lord, yeah, below you so you played it while he was here. I actually haven't yeah. a ch- had a chance to yeah, play Marty it. Marty and I've been so. playing it. Uh, we've got the first eighteen minutes of the game up, which the beginning of it's very interesting. So. Uh, and it's it's the game is meant to be sort of infinitely it's replayable. Incredibly so vague, just mm-hmm. by design. Check and out very that interesting. Check out the beginning of the game, and then there's a commentary with Nathan up today over that footage. And then Friday, Marty's going to have a uh, he's Marty played a lot more than the beginning, and Marty will have a full up video preview that's just fully editorialized yep, yep, yep. Uh, his opinion of what he played. Uh, and then yeah, I don't think I've got anything else. Oh, I guess no. Un- I sh- IGN Unfiltered, Unfiltered, my new uh, Mm -hmm. interview talk show on IGN that's going to be once a month. Episode one was Tim Schafer. Uh, Episode two went up last week, and it is with Josh Holmes, the studio head of internal development at 343 Industries. Dude has a fascinating life and career. Uh, We talk about... Canadian guy, (laughs) fellow Canadian, Mitch. uh, Learned how he wanted to be an actor when he was young and auditioned for what became Chris O'Donnell's role as Robin in the no! Dead Serious. That's awesome. Dead Serious, listen for that. Uh, then we go through 
he came up through the ranks at EA. He he created the Def Jam video game series. He created <gasps> NBA Street. I didn't know oh, that. I didn't know it either. So this turned I out to be an Def even Jam better. Vendetta and Five for yes. Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh. <laughs> and then he left to for, found Propaganda Games and the Turok reboot. Remember that? So and then we get into some Halo stuff too. So really encourage you to check that out. It's either you can either watch the video on IGN on the IGN Xbox One app. Uh, or our YouTube channel, or alternatively, it is now also a podcast. So if you just f- search for Unfiltered on iTunes, you'll find the feed for it, too. There's only two episodes so far, and they're just going to be once a month. Bit, But um, I would love to know what you think. Do you think it's boring? Do you not like one-hour interviews and with I'm nothing sure else? people will tell you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've, I mean, that'll, that's going to determine whether or not it keeps going. I love doing it. I hope you like listening to it. Mitch Dyer, what are you up to? Uh, listen to IGN Overclocked. That's our PC podcast. This is basically the only thing I've got going on. Read uh, my Halo 5 editorial. Halo 5's ads lied to you. Check out Ryan and I in that video. Uh, that's kind of it for now. Cool. Working on some stuff down the line, but nothing nothing immediate. Shark? Follow me on Twitter at I'm Finnegan. Uh, the next couple weeks and months, I'll be playing a lot of Destiny and Halo 5. I'll be on IGN Live a lot, probably with these guys. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check that out. Also, a plug for a show that no one really knows that I'm involved with, but I've produced a show called History of Awesome for the past oh, yeah. year. And honestly, it's really great content, but no one really knows it exists because they're kind of like, you know, they happen weekly and they don't get the greatest promotion. Yeah, each, so. each episode covers a year, and you, we go over that year in sort yeah. of pop culture, you know, games, film, TV, yeah, it's right? A Podcast, yeah, it's a podcast-style show where we talk about all of the cool stuff that influenced nerd culture, basically the stuff that IGN would be covering. So movies, comics, TV shows, and sometimes books and co- and uh, other things like, you know, PC launches, like PCs coming up in the uh, in the late 70s and early 80s. It's and like pure like nostalgia. Yeah, we're up to, like, yeah, I great. like that. What I are we like up to now? 2000, up to 2000. 2000 are we really? went up today. Uh, we started in 1977. Star Wars. Yeah, the year of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And Would nothing good happened before then. And we will conclude <laughs> with 2015, the year and, of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, man. That is that is on video By and design, all in yeah. all the same places I mentioned for Unfiltered, but it is also a podcast now, I believe. Yeah, you can find the podcast. It is the at the time we launched it, it was the 17th highest rated history podcast. Yeah, it's in the history section. It's not in the history section. No way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you can so find the good. videos on YouTube or on IGN just by searching History of Awesome. Yeah, go check out the year you were born. See what cool stuff happened that year. I mean, I'm an 86er, the year of <laughs> aliens, which is Tight. an awesome year. So Look at you. Yeah. I think I have Die Hard. Oh, man. Jealous. Yeah. What were Destin, you You're welcome, 82, everybody. 82. Yeah, 65. <laughs> Uh, we drove uh, Star Wars. horse cra- carriages back then, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, for plugs, I don't know what happened in 1982. That's the year I was born. Fail. But Yeah. Uh, Blade Runner. What was I going to say? Wait, no, that may be 83. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Blade Runner. Let's go with that one. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary. We do Fireteam Chat every Friday. I've been doing all these little Destiny breakouts at the end of the day. We did a Thriller dance montage. Where I love that We got a bunch of so Guardians much. together, and we just kind of <laughs> nice. synced it up. Uh I did all the Halloween masks. They're doing a really cool event in that game right now. So I, I just did a few clip outs so you can kind of see what's happening. I've been having a lot of fun with that quest. Blade, Blade Runner is 1982. Look at that. And yeah, again, follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. Fantastic. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Most of you get the show on iTunes where you just search Unlocked, Podcast Unlocked. You'll find it easily. But again, we're every episode's on video now on IGN.com, the IG, on YouTube, on the IGN Xbox One app. Uh, wherever you want to get it, it's there for you. Uh, and that's it. So again, thanks to Microsoft for providing that killer Halo prize pack awesome for giveaway with Unlock Block. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys back for. Uh, I promise there won't be spoilers of anything in We're next done. week's. We did. It. Was, we got it yeah. out of our systems. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel know. better. Uh, so we'll see you back here for episode two nineteen next week. Bye.